Hi mamas, have you felt like there are things you didn't know about motherhood? Are you looking for some real talk about what it's like to be a new mom? This is Megan's as mamas, two best friends with the same name and the same due date, sharing their different experiences as first time moms. Hey Megan. Hey Megan. So uh, today's episode, I feel like t- a couple things precipitated this. One, the babies will be a year old very soon. And I just, when did that happen? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm very in my feelings about it. Um, But two, we have a wonderful friend who is now expecting. And we had a little, like, we had a phone call, well, actually FaceTime, with Megan and I and our dear friend Joanna. And we were telling our friend about, like, she asked questions about being a new mom. And I was like, we were like, oh, uh uh-huh. There's a lot... (laughs) There's a lot of bits and pieces, right? Yeah, and I, I felt a little bit like it was because it was you, me, and um, Joanna, who's a mom. Um, I feel like it was us three just trying not to scare her. Yes, 100%. but like probably scaring the crap out of her. I'm not sure. <laughs> and I feel like throughout the podcast, we've all the episodes we've loosely mentioned like what it's like to be a mom and we've talked about some of the like physical and some emotional things but today we're really gonna like hit the nail on the head of like these are the things they're gonna probably happen that nobody really talks about but before we do that it is struggle and win time so Megan you're driving the struggle bus this week how are you struggling yes um so as you mentioned the babies are almost one and uh, that's my struggle. <laughs> I almost have a one-year-old. And I guess, like, people do lavish birthday parties for oh my gosh. their infants. If, and... Girl, if you don't have, like, a blow-up arch, uh, a, a blow-up <laughs> slide, a photographer, a theme, a gift bag, and a DJ, are you even having a party? Yeah. Like, I didn't know this, okay? Um, and... We like we went to a friend's and um, it wasn't like over the top or anything, but it was very like like balloon, like really cute decorations. Granted, mother-in-law is like all about that, Um, but super cute, like tons of little like favors and like decorations everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, I had at this point I have gotten like a bag of balloons, a cake topper and that's it. (laughs) hey you're crushing it in my book just want to name that thank you um but i just uh, and then i was talking to um my friend Allie, who we had on for a previous episode but she was telling me about some of the parties that she had gone to for like friends um babies and like one had a petting zoo brought to their backyard and one had like a like 50 inflatable ships uh, like and just like what like coordinated by event planners and stuff yes i'm like oh i -hmm. like no one prepared me for the birthday pressure i'm i'm not like a pinteresty party planning mom like or person and therefore it has translated to i'm not a pinterest mom (laughs) because i'm not a pinterest person like i'm just i'm not um so yeah we've just decided to like keep it small and just have like mostly family over a few close friends and we're gonna watch her smash her face into some cake um that's all i really have planned but uh 
it's definitely a struggle. I, I feel like if you're the person who like goes all out, like kudos to you. I think it's really cute and amazing. I just, and I like secretly wish I could be that person, but I'm not. Um, so that's my struggle. Yeah. How I will are you? S- oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll say, I will say before we go on to, I'll talk about the way I'm winning. I did, um, teach for America with a friend, Kiera, who hopefully we'll have later on the podcast because she is a speech language pathologist. And that's a really interesting thing we'll talk about, but all this to say she has the most incredible parties and she always has, right? Like her, the way they found out their gender reveal was through like fireworks mm-hmm. and her baby shower was fresh Prince of Bel-Air themed. Aww. It was incredible. And then her son Wilson had his first birthday that was like safari themed and like, and she has a professional party planner do it. And it's just, it's amazing. And I, I, it's, it's so incredible. We are having at our family, we're doing it like a taco theme. So I did get some things from Etsy because that's where you find all the cute things. Yes. Um, and I do kind of like that stuff, like decor party planning. So like, I feel like I'm doing some of it, but I don't see, I personally, don't see the idea of spending a ton of money at this point i'd rather spend more money when he's a little older and can like have memories but i fully support mama's doing whatever you want because honestly the first birthday is like you made it as a parent so whatever you want to do to make yourself feel good you do it yeah i'm like can someone give me a cake i want (laughs) to smash my face in some cake like i survived a year of this man like i mean a year of this overwhelming love okay yes but also as we're about to talk through motherhood is hard (laughs) and i i want to smash my face in some cake yeah (laughs) yeah girl yeah um well i will say on the winning front so since the babies are turning one i've been super concerned because ezra hasn't really been like babbling right and and the way that you know, most other babies in his age range are doing it. But um, actually, I got some tips from Kira. And he just started last week. His patter- speech pattern changed. And so now he's like has more intonations that are different. And he did. We got a da-da yesterday. Um, so it's not the like bab- traditional babbling, but I can tell that he's making progress and so that felt really good because i was really really anxious about it um because i'm anxious about all the milestones <laughs> but uh this one to me just there's a lot wrapped up in speech and so um he's he's clearly making progress and it's pretty funny to now watch him um talk to us and talk to the dog a lot of talking to the dog <laughs> um which is pretty cute so um, oh yay! I'm glad. I know how scary that stuff can be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, I think I I had mentioned before, but we had our own little. She she kind of started like grabbing things a bit later. Um, yeah. And I was very anxious about that about that as well. Milestone anxiety is very real. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, all right, on to our 12 things no one tells you about motherhood. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to kick it off. And these are also in no particular order, by the way. Um, and, but the first one is <clears throat> that becoming a new mother 
can be lonely sometimes. So you need to try to find your people. And your people can look different. But what I encourage you to do is find other moms. Uh, and get a blend, right? Get moms who are experienced, your veteran moms. Get other new moms. So I think such a gift I had was being able to talk to Megan, you, um, about all the things going on at the same time. Um, Tyler's cousin, Kristen, also had a son uh, around the same time, but she's also a mama of four. So she has all (laughs) veteran mama, (laughs) ultra veteran mama. Um, And so having her experience, then of course, like uh, Joanna, who has an older son, it was really nice to be able to talk to her and you just form these bonds. Like even at my job, some of the women that I was like close-ish with um, who had children, it just like totally changed afterwards. Like my friend Catherine, who we had on the podcast, she and I would talk about like what we were going through and just find those people who get it because while your other friends who don't have children love you and support you and are there for you in a lot of ways, um, it can still be a really lonely experience. And so having someone who's been there with you can be really invaluable to your mental health um, to just know that whatever you're feeling in that moment is okay. And someone else has felt it too. Um, So definitely try to find your people. Definitely. Um, For sure. My first one um, was unless you have a lot of help or a special situation, um, you will have very little time to yourself uh, and there are no days off. Um, We were just kind of discussing that um, our friend that is expecting, Megan advised her to, if you just want to go for a cup of coffee or if you and, you know, your partner just want to go and watch a movie, like, go do that because when you have a baby, you don't have that luxury to just decide or or to just sit by yourself um mm-hmm. and scroll your phone without worrying about your baby um and even if you have you know you eventually go travel and you know leave them with someone you're always thinking about them like mm-hmm. forever and ever um, um so it's it's definitely a a, a flip like of a switch that you just no longer have that, that freedom and and time to yourself. I think it's like spontaneity dies, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and I, not that I was particularly spontaneous before, but every, I remember like there'd be a weekend like, Oh, let's go like take a hike. And when I say hike, I mean, walk uphill. Don't, don't get it twisted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was was actually very surprised. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, uh, that's what people in Nashville are like. Oh, let's go on a hike in Percy Warner. It's a walk up a hill that's sort of mountainy. Anyways, um, <laughs> we would do that one weekend. Now, if we want to do that, it's like, when? What time? What yeah. are we bringing? How many things? How long is it going to be? And then you did have to decide if it's worth it. So that just like whim, uh, tickle your fancy, that that really goes away. So try to enjoy it while you can. Yep. Um, but on the long along those lines rather um you are going to miss part of your old life and that's totally okay and our friend joanna put it best like the like baby blues or whatever you want to call it 
Um, not PPD, but if you, that just like little like sadness that you go through right after baby's born, um, you, part of that is like mourning the loss of your old life. Like you, you're not just you, you're someone's mother. Um, and there's a lot of changes that come with that. And like, you know, Megan was just saying the, you can't just like go get a cup of coffee in the same way you could before, even if like someone's watching your child, you're still worrying or thinking or what have you. Um, and it's okay to miss that. And it's okay to miss random date nights with your spouse, or it's okay to miss, you know, whatever you were before. Um, and don't now don't feel guilty about it. I think sometimes I feel guilty like that that somehow meant I didn't like being a mom or love my child. And that's just not true. No, you think about like any major life change, like it's okay to miss things the way that they were. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one was you might wonder if you can die from the lack of sleep. <laughs> it's newborn days. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if I could die. Um, I mean, lack of sleep is a torture tactic, and mm-hmm. all new parents are tortured. <laughs> so, yep. Um, but I, I think it's like pe- people tell you, like, get sleep now, which is annoying because they tell you that when you're pregnant, and it's hard to sleep when you're pregnant. But mm-hmm. people try and explain. I think the level of exhaustion of having a newborn and you, I just, I just feel like you can't get it until it's Mm -mm. there. It's there. And you are literally waking up like every two hours. That's what it was for us. Sometimes an hour and a half. And that it's, it's exhaustion. Like there should be a new word Mm -hmm. uh, for Mm -hmm. it because I, yeah, I'm, I'm, surprised i'm like still alive (laughs) um i i don't know how to explain it but just whatever if you haven't had a baby yet um haven't had a newborn yet whatever you think tired is just like multiply that by two thousand yeah yeah it's like (laughs) a lot of things with parenting right this is the analogy i used for people you can read every book that exists about skydiving you can watch videos about skydiving. You can listen to someone talk about skydiving experience. But until your ass is in that plane and you get shoved out, because I'd have to be shoved because I would not be jumping. <laughs> I don't know why you do that in the first place. But anyways, all this to say, along with the analogy, <laughs> that's what it is to be a parent. Like, you can read. You can watch videos. You can listen to other people. But until you're in it, you have no idea of what it actually feels like, which is so many things in life. Mm-hmm. And so that's great advice to for people to think about um, <laughs> that uh yeah you 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 can't die well you can <laughs> but you won't <laughs> it's possible but you won't die it's very unlikely <laughs> yes so another thing about that newborn phase um it is wild how much you will love someone that you don't actually really know right? Like they don't really have a personality for a while, but you love them. (laughs) But also don't worry if it's not this like intense love from the first moment they're born. So I think that in our society, we build it up like the moment they're born, you're just instantly in love. And you're like, this is the best. And 
it, it could take a second. So I know for me, it was a couple of days where like I knew I had to take care of him and I loved him in like the grand scheme. But I don't think we like fully bonded for a couple of days. And that's totally fine. And sometimes it takes people weeks or even months. And I think that that's also fine. Um, if you feel like you're resenting your baby, that's maybe a conversation you need to have with a medical professional or a therapist. But if it's not this like obsession from the first moment they're born, don't, don't feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it took me, I, I already told you this, but maybe a week or so. And it was like a gradual like build. And like you said, like I knew I had to take care of her and I wanted to take care of her. I wanted to make sure I was doing like everything I possibly could to, you know, take care of her and give her the best. But I like it wasn't this, I don't know, angelic, like full blown. Yeah. Overwhelming feeling that I feel mm. like is is uh prevalent out there mm -hmm. um, on the, so the social meds on the social yes exactly um yeah so next one is uh the relationship with your partner will be affected uh, by having a baby which is kind of obvious but even just by how much less time you two have to be yourselves um mm -hmm. that's yourselves individually and then yourselves as a couple um, and also, you two will have to decide and navigate your new roles as parents, uh, which can be challenging. Mm -hmm. That's that's a big uh, a big one right there. People are like keep dating your spouse, <laughs> right? Like like duh. when? But that's like yeah, when exactly. When? <laughs> and like, I think you gotta reframe like what passes for a date, right? Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, still get yourself out of the house try yes. just even if it's like for us right now it's every couple of months and that's the best we can do but even if it's like friday night you order like your favorite sushi and you watch a movie on the couch together after your baby goes to sleep like that's gonna qualify for a date for now and yeah. like do that kind of thing um but also now it's just like it's gonna be hard and you're gonna squabble and you're gonna be angry at them yeah. sometimes and that's all very normal yeah. Yeah. It, it's besides like just figuring out this huge new responsibility you both have. Um, like you just have to, like we talked about the spontaneity option goes away. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you have to make more of an effort to, uh, like you said, like, okay, we're going to order sushi. We're going to order whatever. And we're going to watch a movie or we're going to like put our phones down for X amount of time. And mm -hmm it's just it's just harder it's definitely harder mm -hmm. yeah but uh along the lines of hard um huh, something i know i've been personally struggling with especially recently and even so recently as over the weekend um your body went through a huge change and some changes might be permanent now and that is okay to struggle with this so on sunday we went to visit friends of ours who have um she's was born in june 2020 so like oh, a little over a year um and our my friend karen actually is her name different karen than it's been on the podcast uh good karen great karen and so <laughs> she, like 
she is already like in like incredible shape and she's she was like a runner just one of those like active people but there's another woman at the pool who had like a nine month old and she was like very tiny and i am not tiny anymore um i'm actually going to the doctor to get a couple things like physically checked out i think i may have that diastis recti thing Mm -hmm. i think i have some food sensitivity things going on but all this to say like my body looks very different and it's hard and i feel like i see myself and compare myself like we talked about in the body episode to other women who had children who like bounced back i'm doing the air quotes right yeah right and it's not just like your your phys like your tummy it's like your breasts are going to change or they might not your nose might change some women's noses widen and never unwiden some women's feet grow and they Uh never don't go back like your body is different now and that is okay and it's okay to like want to celebrate that but also like a la the what i said before like miss your old body miss the way you used to fit in that pair of jeans or whatever like it's okay to struggle with that definitely yeah that's is that's a hard one um i I mean i'm still struggling with it as well Mm -hmm. and then it's not even like once you get birth then it's like well this is my new body like you're just in this weird state of flux because yeah it, it happens so fast. Like you think about like other bodily changes, you feel like you kind of had a runway. Yeah. You, you, I mean, it's like one less than a year before your body looks totally different. Yep. Yeah. And even like once you give birth, your boobs are going to change like eight different sizes. Oh yeah. Like how do you even find a bra? I don't, I, you, if anyone knows. You t- <laughs> DMA, <laughs> please add us. Cause yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think you just have to, as much as you can, appreciate your body for the amazing things that it did and still does every day. I mean, I am strong. I have strong arms now, and I had weak little flimsy arms before. <laughs> now I like I pick up a twenty pound baby in one hand and grab like something else huge in the other hand, and I can like carry him and squat and like I'm doing things. And so I try to remind myself that when I want to not be kind to myself yeah it was funny um I was with a couple of girlfriends and um one of them has like some like older kiddos she's got two mm-hmm. two kids um she's like yeah I feel like she's like my arms have like gone back to their like norm she's like I kind of miss like the jacked baby arms <laughs> yes <laughs> like, it's a thing man <laughs> it is yeah I mean really are constantly lifting like 20 pounds all the time Uh, well my next one um was you maybe this isn't true for everyone but i feel like it is (laughs) you will constantly worry about uh everything um and it'll and it'll change depending on like what stage they're in but like are they eating enough are they sleeping enough are they like doing what they're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. um like as far as their development goes like i i just there's so much to worry about and it feels constant mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I i guess i didn't expect that um you expect to worry you expect to like monitor etc but it's constant and megan didn't you just say that you you said your mom still like 
thinks and worries about yeah. you, oh, even yeah, though you're yeah. like a grown ass yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My mother. I was talking to her because, like, I. I was today years old, basically, when I realized, oh, Ezra's supposed to be, like, starting to wean off a bottle soon, and I've made no, I haven't even thought about that. I was like, oh, shit, now i got to worry about this, because, you know, whatever. Um, and I was telling my mother this, and she's like, I still worry about you, and you are a 31-year-old woman with your own family in a different state. She's <laughs> like, it, it doesn't stop. She's like, it changes. And she's like, you know, it's, it's less... Um, it just it just evolves over time. She's like, but now you're gonna always worry about your child. She's like, just just get get uh accept it. It's it's the way of the world. Ugh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um. So something else. Speaking about you know things that are hard. One of the things that really frustrated me was like people who are like enjoy every minute. Yeah. I hate that one I because hate it like. Too. I, I personally am a firm believer that, like, you have to have, and, like, this is my Enneagram 4, take the test, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> it's my 4 coming out, so for all my Enneagram people. Um, but basically, my personality or my Enneagram type is that, like, I believe that you can't experience joy and happiness without, like, understanding what sadness and sometimes pain feel like. And... It's okay to, like, not love every minute of being a mother. If it's, like, you're frustrated with something, you're sad about your old life, you're, all you want to do is lay in your bed because you're tired from work and your baby wants to use you as a human jungle gym. You're just like, <laughs> ah! Um, and so you don't have to enjoy every minute. And you don't, you don't, but I will say it does go by fast. So try to be as present as you can. So if that's, like, you put your phone away for 15, 20 minutes and just play with them. Just hardcore play. Um, and then, like, maybe you pick your phone back up and check whatever you need to check, your email or your work or whatever, and then go back to it. But, like, try. Like, this weekend we went to the zoo, and it was so much fun. Um, and I just had my phone in the diaper bag and just left it there, even though I was getting messages about all kinds of crap. Um, so, yeah. Try to be present, but know that, like, you, it's unrealistic to think you would enjoy every minute. Yep. 100%. Uh, um, also, you change as a person. Um, so I kind of put this one down, and I, I definitely feel like this happened to me. Um, I feel like before, baby, you say a lot of things. Like, <laughs> you say so much shit. You say so much shit. The woman um, you are before you have a child, you don't know her. And she doesn't no. know shit. No, she doesn't. She's a sweet summer child. <laughs> She's a sweet summer child. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I used to say um, that I would like definitely go back to work and look at me. Look at you. <laughs> Um, so you just, you don't know, like, how you're going to feel. Um, you don't know, like, what's going to be best for you at the time because you don't know what experience you're about to go through. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a completely different per person, but, um, definitely very different. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, you're definitely going to change as a person. Mm -hmm. And my last one is something that's really, I think, is important and I've had to work on. 
um, is you're going to have to advocate for yourself and your own needs more than ever. And so I know that in my relationship, sometimes I want Tyler to see that I'm exhausted and really tired. And I just want him to give me the permission to take a break, which sometimes happens. This happened yesterday. I was just not in the mood. And he was like, hey, you seem like you have not been in the mood since you got home. Why don't you go like take a shower, do your thing. And like, I'll see you in like a half an hour. It was great. But it's not his job to be a mind reader um, and to always do that. And so it's important for me to be like, hey, I've hit my limit for whatever this thing is or whatever the moment is. And I need I need X, Y or Z. And that can look like example, like you can be like, I need a nap or I need to rest or I need you to whoever the you is. It could be your partner, a trusted family member, a friend. I need you to fold the laundry. I need you to to take care of this task for me. Um, I need you to hold the baby. Just like you got to advocate for you and not, especially with your partner, when you're both really tired, rely on that person to be like your mind reader or notice these things. Like it's important in the beginning that they look for signs of like PPD and PPA and support you that way. But as you, as time goes on, you want to try to just like name for yourself what you need. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, something I struggle with as well. Um, yeah, I expect Brian to read my mind sometimes. Yeah. And it's, and, I it's not fair to them it doesn't set them up for success and then you resent them when really like if you had said in that moment I'm I'm done now or I'm done that's what I say I'm like I'm done in this moment I need some time Uh and he's like oh okay like but uh, yeah I would encourage you to just be your own advocate um and that starts from like being your own advocate when you're delivering to make sure you're getting what you need to advocating with your doctors like we've talked about your partners advocating with your space and boundaries like you got to be the chief here um, and do the things yeah um kind of related like I almost put this one on the list but like this is sort of obvious but like I don't feel like you realize how much so like once your baby is born like your baby's needs are the cheese like your baby's oh, needs mm-hmm. comes first like so once your baby's born like not that people won't ask how you're doing but like they're like how's the baby like it's it's the baby it's the baby's the baby so Mm -hmm. like if you're not monitoring and advocating for yourself like you can kind of get lost i feel like Mm -hmm. and my advice too would be to try to find if you can a pediatrician who has that like parent first mindset if you will and what i mean by that is example my pediatrician, they, every time I was there in the beginning and even now, I, in the beginning, I had to fill out surveys about how I was feeling. And then I got talked to about PPD. I wish they had talked to me about PPA. But um, even now, it's like, how are you two doing as parents? What can I do to support you? And I think that's just so great. And it goes with my life philosophy of like, put your own oxygen mask on first before assisting others. Like, you gotta, find someone and people who can help hold you accountable yeah i i do think that's really great actually when you told me that i was like blown away because that is not 
that was not our experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I had to go to all her appointments alone because of COVID and I was not asked at all. Not even at the first appointment, how I was doing, how I was feeling. It was all like the baby. So I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't be a good parent and that baby's not getting the best care if you're or not be able to take care of yourself. And yeah, so, 100%. Like, just, just know that and know that like taking time for yourself and getting you healthy, whatever that means. Uh, is important to make sure that your child's healthy and to set a good example for them when they become adults and maybe parents one day like you gotta take care of you too yep yep i feel like there's some like weird thing out there um on the social medias or wherever that like being a mother is partially like martyring yourself oh yeah absolutely that that's definitely on social media yeah um Mm -hmm. And while, like, yes, you do have to, like, yes, you're responsible for a human. Yes, you should, like, obviously tend to their needs and blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously, the baby is important, (laughs) but you don't, you should not sacrifice your own, you know, mental health and stability. um, Mm -hmm. Because then, obviously, you're not properly caring for your child. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that whole motherhood martyr thing really irks me Mm. um my last one was motherhood makes you realize you can't control everything wait what i know (laughs) i know it's where like a year in i'm finally like well dang it (laughs) but uh, yeah i mean your baby is a little human um obviously so all these like magical schedules that you see and like this magical time like we've talked about feeding difficulties like riley decided she didn't want to take a bottle for multiple months like you know decided she only want to take 30 minute naps for like a little bit like they are many humans and you can try you can try and influence them you can do your best but at the end of the day you can't control everything you can't control how they sleep like completely you can't control exactly when they're gonna do the things as far as milestones like that's they're they're a mini human and it, and it's hard for especially like controlling personalities uh like mm-hmm. mine <laughs> so. mm-hmm. yeah and it's and i think that you grow a little bit more in the comfort with that but again back to my mother like right now i've like tyler and i've been experiencing some challenging life situations and she's like i wish i my mother was like i wish i could change it for you Mm -hmm. i wish i could go and fix it for you and you're gonna feel that for forever like wanting to fix it or wanting to control it or wanting to be like well mom's on call says you shouldn't be sleeping for an hour and 45 minutes and you slept for 12 and then stared at me the other you know whatever like I mean, it is what it is and they're going to do what they're going to do. And your job is to just respond in a loving way and yeah, in loving way to yourself. Yeah. Be a loving way to yourself too. Like cut yourself some slack. You're they're going to be fine. Yep. Yep. (laughs) You're all going to be fine. (laughs) Yes. You and after a year, I already feel like I'm have a little bit more of a grip on what the hell I'm doing right like I'm I'm things are don't flap me the way they used to right I used to just 
a lot of things would make me really upset. And now it's like, <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, oh gosh, earlier this week or last week, rather, Ezra just like didn't take a second nap. And our nanny was like distraught. She had tried to get him to sleep and he was just like not having any of it. And Tyler and I were like, okay, well, I guess we'll just see how <laughs> this goes. He was yeah. surprisingly okay, but we were just like, are we going to die? Is he going to kill us? <laughs> we don't know. We'll find yeah. out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, we're becoming more seasoned, I think. Yes, and, and are. moms of like, toddlers and beyond are, will probably laugh at us because we have no idea what's coming but oh, no <laughs> you know what like you're never gonna know what's coming until you've done it back to the skydiving thing like you know what scares me potty training oh god <laughs> thanks yeah. Allie no but for real <laughs> um I work at the, the library in Nashville and so I already have the oh crap book that she recommended <laughs> coming to me. I'm on the waiting list. There's a long waiting list for that book because other people are like, help, help me, please. Help. Um, but yeah, I do feel like some things that used to make me anxious as a brand new mama. Now I'm like, Meh. yep, less of a deal. Yep. Same. But it's, yeah, but it's okay for it to feel like a deal in the moment. So definitely. All right. Well, those were our 12 things. Uh, any parting words, Megan? You can do this. I think you just got to remind yourself that every single day that it's hard and it's a big change. And there's going to be some days where you feel like actually nothing has gone right. But they will, you know, the sun will set and it will rise again the next morning and then you get another chance, you get another shot at it. So you can do this. What that's about a you? Good one. No, that's a, that's a good one. I mean, take it one day at a time. It's like very similar, but I think that's helpful. Um, like you said, if you just had a, a shit day, just know that, you know, two shit days in a row is kind of unlikely. So tomorrow mm -hmm. is probably going to be better. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, just uh, just keep that in mind. All right. Well, do you want to tell the people where to find us? Sure. So you can find us on Instagram at Megan's as Mamas. And the companion blog to this podcast is on our website, which is Megan'sAsMamas.com. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, please rate and subscribe if you found this helpful. And tell another mama in your life about our podcast. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.